Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Apparently, newspapers aren't just for packing up your dishes or landing your fish in chips basket. Huh. Even better, many print journalists are finding great success in our medium, podcasting. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. This week I'm talking about media, old media encroaching into the new media of podcasting. I already talked about TV, then I talked about radio, and today, well, let's jump into newspapers. Now, newspapers to me make the least sense. I mean, if you think about it, newspapers have been around for a long time. They have printed words on the page. They've got columns. They don't have microphones, you know, in most newspapers. You just don't, that connection is different to me. I mean, it makes sense for radio and TV, but newspaper makes the least sense. Yet I think newspapers, actually, I don't think this. I know that newspapers are winning the podcasting game over the other forms of media we've discussed so far. And for that, for evidence for that, I present a single exhibit, Your Honor. The Daily. The Daily is the number one podcast out there. Put out by the New York Times every single day, well, Monday through Friday, I think they sometimes do weekend stuff. Doesn't matter. Every single day, Monday through Friday, there is a nice episode of The Daily that comes out, and it's downloaded something like 3 million times as soon as it comes out. Pretty huge that a newspaper is able to produce, to, to leapfrog radio and TV and go to podcasting. Interesting. Neat. And I don't think, well, I, it's not that I don't think, I know that they're not alone. They, they being the New York Times. Lots of print companies are making the switch to podcasting. And I think, technology aside, it makes a lot of sense. And maybe this is a little bit of a see what I'm talking about podcasting message in that it's more than a microphone. <laughs> There's more to podcasting than sitting down and talking into a microphone. And newspapers, print journalists, I think, are showing us that with everything that they're doing. And on the, it also makes a little bit of sense from, from this. You know, newspapers kind of get the idea of subscriptions and circulation. When a newspaper decides to print copies of its newspaper, how does a newspaper decide how many papers to print, you might be asking. And look, I'm not in the print industry. I don't know their inner workings. But it's a pretty simple thing. You print a bunch of papers and then you count how many of them you are still out there when you print out the next batch. And then you back up. Or you go forward, you do whatever else. It's relatively easy, I think, for print publications to understand their audience size. Much more realistic 
than those that broadcast from a stick on the mountain or through a cable connection to a computer television. Because you know how many prints out there. And they get the idea of circulation. They get the idea of every day or every week or whatever on a recurring basis. It all makes sense. People go get it and consume their content. So I, I, there's a lot of parallels for print publishing and podcasting. But what really has won is the fact that these journalists, because I think it's more the journalists themselves than the actual leadership of the paper, because there's a lot of politics involved with that. Journalists are realizing that in a paper... They're limited. Certain number of columns. They have to share space with other people on a page inside of a magazine or even inside of a newspaper, but not so in podcasting. You'll notice that newspapers didn't take the idea of let's take what's on the news paper and let's shove it out as a podcast. Can you imagine if the Daily from the New York Times was everything that was in the day's version of the New York Times? Seriously? Who wants to read that? Nobody wants to read that. Few people read the newspaper cover to cover. You find the sections, you find the columns that you're looking for, and that's it. So journalists have decided, hey, now that we don't have to compete with everything else on this, and I don't have to make nice with other columnists or whatever else, internal politics, I can just do my own thing, and I can go deep. I can take this podcasting medium where it's me and a story and people who are interested in that story will keep listening to this story, whether it takes me one, two, or 20 episodes, I can follow this story to its natural conclusion. I, the journalist, can use all of the things that I learned in J school, I didn't go to J school, all the things I learned in J school to put forth the best possible story now, not only with my words that I type onto a piece of paper, but now the words that come out of someone's mouth. The words that I get when I'm going and interviewing people for the story, I don't just type out what they said again. I can actually use the clips. I can use the atmosphere around that person. I can capture the milieu. My French is terrible and really present people with a more immersive story than I ever could in a print medium. Or, it's a companion piece. Look, I've got this column I have to write for the New York Times, Washington Post, name your, name your paper that produces a podcast. But now I can go deeper. I can give more information that accompanies that story. I can reference the story because, yeah, I'm a newspaper print journalist. I make my money when people subscribe to a paper. I get that. But still, this idea of more content, constant brand exposure. I mean, it's a perfect, it's a great little win-win for them. They've really got a lot, a lot going on with it. So I expect to see a lot more print publishers jump in the fray. Hey, I live in Arizona. The Arizona Republic here has a handful of podcasts already, and they've been into it for, for a while now. I think every print publication out there, even from small town newspapers, could jump into this space. They can do a lot more. They can really go deep. They can go specific. can just get other information that doesn't work on a regular print run, but it also doesn't take away from the print run. This is not a zero-sum game. This is not a weird false dichotomy you have to choose from. People read the newspaper a lot more than they listen to the podcast of The Daily right now, I assume. I mean, I assume the New York Times' publication is larger than 3 million. But they're not mutually exclusive. 
You're not going to start listening to your newspaper's podcast and stop subscribing to the podcast, most likely. Now, maybe if you're only getting that newspaper to hear the one columnist who is now the podcaster, maybe. But I don't think that's the majority of people. You get things out of a newspaper that you can't get out of a podcast and vice versa. So they work really well together. So we as podcasters have to understand that I think the threat to us is from these professional journalists coming into this space. But they've been here for a while. A lot of these professional journalists went on to do things at radio stations that have also been encroaching into podcasting, as we discussed yesterday. They're making us get better at our craft. They're professional journalists. They're doing deeper dives. They're getting involved in places that we podcasters, many of which are hobbyists, many of which have had no formal training, are learning as we go. Great. So subscribe to these journalists, podcasts, and listen and learn and emulate the things that they do if, in fact, that's what you're trying to do. The good news is you can almost go to J School for free now. Not quite the same. I get that. But with all this information out there, you could certainly study and build your own masterclass of how they do it. Implement that for your own show. I'm curious, though, what do you think about newspaper? What, what newspapers are making great podcasts that I should know about? Let me know right here in the comments if you like, or you can go to flick.group slash podcast pontifications. Lots of folks jumping in there and having conversations. Great. Thanks. Hi, everybody. If you want to buy me a coffee to show your support for the show, because I don't run ads, unlike newspapers and their podcasts, go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. And if you're in business and need some help navigating the podcasting strategic waters or whatever it is I'm trying to say, please get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro or go to podcastlaunch.pro. You can see the things I do for my clients all over the world. Enjoy the rest of your day. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, 
Here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.